Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. This is what I tell I've been grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals I go out and I go get it, how to code, that's all I know I don't succeed, then I don't breathe Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream Dig deep, go out and get it Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished Success Chronicles, go take care of your business Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning Success Chronicles Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. I'm truly excited to have Miss Jeannie Meza Chavez on with us, a great lady doing some great things in education. Uh, truly fortunate and blessed to have her on and been looking forward to this one. And so first off, I just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to, to interview with the Success Chronicles. Absolutely. And thank you, Chip, for highlighting so many different people along our journey. I think that's always a special opportunity. And gosh, I'd like to just, we're going to have to have dinner so we can talk about all these wonderful people you meet, but I've enjoyed <laughs> reading about them. So thank yeah. you so much for having me on. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you for your support with the book, The Impact of Influence, Volume 3. Uh, it's so cool when um, you can just do your thing and, and highlight others. You, you, I've been blessed to come across some great people and it's awesome that, you know, you're checking out those stories in the book uh, because they are amazing ladies. And you know what? I actually got to see the person I tweeted about. I got to see her this past, uh, this past week. Um, oh, Jenny? San Antonio, Jenny Netherland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a rock star. She is. She does. Oh, you, you got mute there. She was so humble. She is, uh, she doesn't know she's a rock star. She's just the most, one of the most humble people I've met. So it was yeah, she, neat. She doesn't, she doesn't carry herself like, like she's a rock star, but she definitely is. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I love catching up with star. her. And, yeah. and I told her, I said, you know, you need to write a book. You just, you already started with a chapter. So just keep going. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. Well, let's, let's dive into your story. Let's dive into your journey. If you don't mind sharing with the audience, you know, a little bit about who you are and talk to us about some of your background and, and track that story till now. You know, I'm, uh, let me see, in, in, in all its form, I am, I am Jeannie Mesa Chavez, born Jeannie Mesa. I, uh, I married with, you know, my boys. I have a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old, and then I have a stepson, an adult stepson, and um, I can tell you that I was born in East Los Angeles, uh, babysat in Compton, uh, spent many a weekends and vacations in Mexico, and I was raised in El Paso. And so um, my, my life story is, is that of a journey. It's like everywhere I've been, it takes a little bit to drive and a little bit to fly to get there. And um, I'm very blessed that I'm, I'm living out really the, the dreams of, of my mother, my ancestors. I mean, I, they dream things for you. They bless you upon birth. And I truly believe that that's what's happening in my life right now is I'm living out their wildest dreams. You know, I, I serve as a superintendent for the San Lisario independent school district. Um, although I've been a superintendent for, you know, for eight years, this is my second superintendency. I was um, you know, just down the road in Tornillo Independent School District. That's where I began my uh, career as a superintendent. But even before that, I um, 
you know, I my heart is that of a teacher. I think I've always been a teacher. I've just now, um, you know, now I serve with adults. I, I help adults, um, you know, make great um, decisions for, for children. And so I can tell you that I was raised with four girls. I'm the youngest of four. I'm a twin. So if you call me Janet, that's okay. She's my, my eldest twin sister by seven minutes. And she'll get a kick that I said that. But I also have, um, you know, two other sisters, another sister um, who is 10 months older, and her name is Albertina. We call her Gina. I don't know why we didn't call her Tina, but we call her Gina. And then I have my my eldest sister, Sandra. She's the tiniest of all of us, but, you know, she was the one that helped me open doors and realize that I could be, that I could be a little bit more than I thought I could. You know, she's the one that, that said, you know, I'm going to college. It took her a long time to finish her degree, but it almost made it impossible for me not to finish. And she even said, you know, Jeannie, we're so proud of you. You know, when I said go to school, I, I didn't know you were going to go all the way to get a doctorate. And so um, I've, I want to say that I've broken some barriers in my family. I am the first to, to receive a doctorate in both my mother and father's side. My first language is, is um, Spanish. And so I'm like the children that I serve is that our minds think in Spanish and we're quickly trying to translate so that we can get the best words out. Um, and so I, I don't know. I mean, how much of my life story do you want? Because I, you know, I, I just know that I'm blessed to be on this journey. Oh, like I said, I've. Yes. It's just, it's been a blessing. Been a blessing. You know, just uh, as, as you were saying that, like it, it gave me chills um, because like, like I know the struggle within the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. like, like, like I know the struggles within the journey and how the family blesses you and send you on your path. And, you know, their hope is that you are successful and you are you know, a product of what they raise you as, but, but to see all of that come to fruition and more. Oh my gosh. So good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, that's, that's just it. And I remember as a child, my mother asked, you know, um, you know, I asked what, what is it you want for us, for our lives, for my sisters and I, and you know, one of the things I vividly, it's like, I can picture her saying it. And she says, I want you to be better than the generation before me, the one I'm living in. And I want you to get an education. You know, my mom and my dad have no more than a sixth grade education. So for me to get a doctorate, like, you know, the other day I had said, you know, maybe I should write a book. And my, my son said another one, because he's aware, you know, he wasn't born when my dissertation was written, you know, yeah. but he's aware that mommy's done some work already. And so, you know, for, for me, it's just, it's that, you know, my, my life is the journey I've taken to, to get to where I am. And so it's, it's a compilation of all these people I've met along the way, but most importantly, the support I've had from my family, because even with the career I have now as superintendent, I could not do this job if I did not have the support of my husband, if I did not have the support yeah. of my of my sister, you know, and prior to my mother's passing, you know, this February will be five years since my mother passed. But um, she always uh, she always uh, was very supportive, you know, of, of the work that I do, um, that I have done from the time that I became a teacher. And I know that I could always call for her and she'd always have a wise word. Uh, she didn't have a degree, but she might as well have had one for life because she gave me so much good advice that from the time I was teaching, um, you know, and and going to school because I started my first year of teaching and my first day, I also started 
my master's at the same time. And so she was on the journey as I was getting these degrees. And, uh, you know, she always stepped in when she could to be able to, to help. And so I, I really do believe that, you know, my career is not um, being a superintendent. It's, it's serving children and helping improve their lives. Yes. You know, I see myself in them, in their eyes. I see myself. I'm, I'm that kid who only spoke Spanish when I entered school. Um, I, I see my parents. I see my parents in, in the eyes of their parents. And I know the hopes and the dreams that they just, they want their children. They don't know what they want their children to be yet, but whatever they want for them, they want them to just be successful, to, to, to be able to sustain themselves and, and be better off than they themselves are. And so I, I don't know, my, my career is, is that, is helping children um, become more than they actually believe that they can do. So I, yeah. I can't say that I'm a superintendent and leave it at that. I have to just tell you, I think for me, it's just about the journey from the time I started teaching. I, I gave up many a lunchtime. I gave up many after school. I didn't do uh, tutoring for pay because I just felt that it was my, it was really a calling for me to give up and invest my time in children. And so, um, you know, that's, you know, the Lord has me presently serving as superintendent. There you go. What are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? You know, I, it's probably not going to be what, what, what some would say, but I think that one of the first things is I recognize the blessings on my journey. Um, as, as simple as that sounds is that I, I do not let the degrees or the titles that I've received along the way uh, get to me that those mean nothing if I'm not walking in my divine purpose for for the Lord. If I cannot recognize that even as simple as a sunset or a sunrise, then then I know that I'm I'm not able to, um, you know, be the best that I can possibly be. So I think first and foremost is recognize the blessings that I have every day um, in the simplest forms. And sometimes, you know, um, the Lord does amazing things that surprise me. You know, I, I if you would have told me at the age of eight years old, you know, you're going to grow up to be superintendent and and you're going to not only be region 19 superintendent of the year once, but twice, because that's, you know, both boards that I've worked on with uh, on, on these special projects in these two different districts, they both honored me with that opportunity to be nominated. I mean, do you know how difficult it is to be nominated by seven different individuals that serve as a unit, as a board, and to do that twice and twice to be able to, to win? You know, like I have to recognize, and I share that because what it really means is that I have I have learned to be a teacher for adults in order to be able to serve the children that I serve. In order to improve their lives, I've had to learn. I've had to become a teacher of adults and no longer children. And so for me, it's it's recognizing those blessings. It really begins there because um, it's been it's it's been part of the work along this journey. You know. Um, uh, something else that I, I would say um, the three of uh, the three things that I'm really proud of is, um, you know, my mom came here to the United States with, with the dream of her daughters, you know, or the children, because I don't know that she knew she was going to have daughters, much less twins. But I think, um, you know, people, when they come to the United States, they come with the dream of like owning their home one day. Well, I was blessed that I was able to help my mother. And I say assist my mother in paying off her mortgage, you know, to the point that when it came to giving the last payment, 
I didn't make it. I gave her that honor. Um, so I would say to you that that's, you know, the second thing I'm proud of is the fact that I was able to assist, um, you know, my mother in paying off her mortgage. There's this sense of ownership and pride and, and just this humility uh, because she, you know, she actually used my grandmother's inheritance and I never met neither my father or mother's uh, parents. So I, I grew up not having met either, either grandparents wow. on either side, but I know that my mother paid off, you know, she came in and she, uh, when she moved to El Paso, her investment was a down payment of, of, um, you know, the inheritance that she received from my mother, my grandmother in Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Mexico. And so that means a lot that she was able to use that inheritance, put it towards a house and then was, you know, made payments. But as soon as I was able to assist her, that's one of the things that I did. So paying off that mortgage, you know, I think anybody who can pay off a mortgage is, is um, that feeling. I, I'll never forget that, that look on her face when it was the last payment is just, those are moments that, that will always exist in my heart. Um, and I think the other thing I'm most proud of too, is I'm, I'm ready to serve. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the individual that is going to be in the front when the awards are handing out. Like, I want to help make sure that people's names are spelled correctly on those awards. I want to be the one to make sure that I help in the ground, in the background, to make sure there's an appropriate place for people who are receiving awards to, to be recognized. Um, I, I don't, you know, as superintendent and, and this might hurt some folks here, it might feel a little pinch, but there's superintendents who have personal parking spots that say superintendent. That's not me, you know? And, and so for me, it's about, I'm proud of the fact that regardless of no matter whether I have a doctoral degree or I serve as superintendent, or I've been in education for almost 26 years, it, it, it never, it is never so much that I'm not prepared to serve. And I think that sometimes on the journey, people forget that. They forget that we should always be ready to serve. And that's what I'm thankful for is, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I don't know if any of that makes sense to you, but it makes sense to me. You know, it's it's recognizing the blessings, you know, helping my mother pay off her mortgage and and just being able to be ready to serve when called upon, you know. Oh, it makes it makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> Just so you know, uh, I'm all about all of that. It makes a lot of sense <laughs> to mm -hmm. me. And I know that life and I know that journey. But I think, you know, just hearing you say those things that, that you were proud of, uh, it reminds me of the importance of remaining grounded and having a firm foundation in which you have. I think that, you know, when, when we can live a life where we have that firm foundation like that, we're always, you know, knowing that it's bigger than me, uh, you know, it always allows you to be able to serve in the capacity and help others. And then when you can do that, I, I wholeheartedly with everything I got, believe that the big man will always see fit to take care of you. Absolutely. And he does in the biggest and the simplest ways, yep, for sure. Yep. And I've seen that as well. So, um, man, hearing you talk about your journey, uh, hearing you talk about the things that you're proud of, um, I think it's hugely successful. So let's let's hit on success, Doc. Uh, what what is your what is your definition of success? Well, you know, I think that uh, my definition of success has to be with and just this internal, this inner peace. I think that we have opportunities every day, every moment. There's 
there's something to celebrate, um, whether it's big or small. I think you've heard me say, you know, that that our journeys are filled with so many opportunities to experience success, but it has to be the success. For me, it has nothing to do with the financial reward or the recognition of, you know, a, a bunch of the other things, you know, that could possibly occupy my life. But for me, it's about um, continuing to define who I am by the inner peace and and how I carry myself and how, um, you know, I, I, I devote um, just opportunities to serve others, to be able to be of service um, through my faith. Um, sometimes, you know, it's just about, you know, pressing that pause button, you know, success is, is pressing that pause button and, and recognizing others and letting others light shine because, you know, people can, can, um, can get blinded by their own light that they don't see anybody else's. And so to me, success is about not only internally feeling, um, success myself and the peace that comes with that, but it's helping other individuals, um, find who they are to find what is going to bring them the inner peace. And, and sometimes that's a hard, that's a hard thing to do because people, um, people chase um, financial reward. People chase yeah. things that are, you know, just, you know, not, not having to do with their internal peace that they sacrifice it rather than, than protect it. And I think that that's one of the things, you know, I, I, I very, um, I initiate staying away from toxic situations, toxic people, because I don't want my inner peace to be interrupted. I don't want it to be uh, fogged up that I can't serve the way, you know, my Lord has intended for me to serve. And so I think, um, you know, for me, inner peace is the success. And I, every day, every moment I have, I have opportunities to experience that. So, so now, now, um, now you're in my lane, doc. <laughs> uh, when you talk about inner peace, uh, man, I, I am so with that. And, and I believe that the inner peace allows us to enter peace. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that that's where um, sometimes individuals get lost and they don't, mm -hmm. They don't identify what brings inner peace and they try to chase it or find it in others, or they try to, how can I say they, they try to, um, I guess, chase, chase a journey, chase a moment yeah. without really thinking uh, about, or, or, you know, I mean, and thinking about how they will impact themselves, their inner peace. And I think that, that um, we need to press pause sometimes in our life. And, and, and sometimes I'll, I'll be the individual that in an emergency, I'm going to take a deep breath and um, you know, I, I can, I can handle situations um, because I give myself that space mm -hmm. to find that inner, inner peace. I give myself that opportunity to think. And I mean, I, boy, the things I could say to you, you know, um, yeah. of, of you know, I don't have all the answers all the time. And I am so thankful because if I did, that'd be kind of tough. But I would say that that inner peace is giving others the opportunity to participate 
You know, and I think that that's probably one of the biggest reasons the Lord brought me into this world with a twin. Like I share spaces, you know, I didn't like to share candy bars when I was young, but I, I share <laughs> spaces. I share opportunities. You know? If it's going well for I me, it. I want to bring somebody else along with me. It isn't, you know, I, I wasn't meant to be on this journey by myself. You want me to tell you something when I was a kid growing up, if I wanted, if I wanted, and you know, my mom's in heaven and she's going to listen to this and she's probably going to say some things to me in Spanish. But when we were kids, my twin sister and I, if we wanted an additional dress, I I would tell her, well, you tell mom that you don't like that one. And I'll tell mom I don't like that one. And so my mom would dress us alike. So she actually would end up with two dresses because my mom would say, well, if I buy you this dress and I buy you that dress, you know, um, and so that's how we would end up with true dresses. So, oh my gosh, hey, hey, you say when you were a kid, you didn't like to share candy bar. Huh? No, no, I'll share <laughs> other stuff, but don't ask me to share. You know, I love Twix and I love Snickers. So, <laughs> I love it so good. Well, uh, in closing, I'd love for you to have an opportunity to share with the audience uh, where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love with all the amazing things you have going on. Well, you know, before I close, I want to share, um, I think one of the things that we had talked about was, you know, what, what do you think it takes to achieve success? And it has to do with two things. It has to be with perspective and perseverance. Uh, in my, you know, humble opinion, if you don't have those two things, then it makes it really, really difficult for any success on your journey. You know, your perspective is always going to 100 plus percent define how far you're going to um, go in a situation. You know, there are going to be people that are going to count on you in an emergency because of how you respond. And there are going to be people that turn away from you in an emergency because of how you respond. And so your perspective is, is everything, you know, and, and I, I will tell you that people have said, oh, well, you have a doctorate. You must be really smart. No, it just means I had perseverance, you know. OK, so, you know, maybe I maybe I am smart. I'm smart with the choices and decisions, and but it, above anything else, it is perseverance. There's there are individuals who go out and and get that doctorate. They their world doesn't stop. Everything has to happen, continue to happen. You know, I'm I'm so proud of the men and women who are out there continuing their studies because they're wanting to learn, they're wanting to research and identify things. And so I can just tell you, I'm just I'm thankful for the journey. I'm thankful I got to meet you. So, you know, for me, um, if, if people want to, uh, you know, connect with what I'm doing, it's always going to be revolving around what I do for children. And I will tell you that I, I am on Twitter. That's how I found you. And I love the way you've set up your books where people can reach out to the individuals that you that you that have come across your journey. But my, my Twitter um, is at J-M-E-Z-A-C-H-A-V-E-Z. And that's my Twitter account. I'm not on Facebook, um, but uh, our district is, and you can see our logo, Sunny Sun Independent School District. And so I'm just thankful to be on this journey and I get to meet people like you along the way. Well, thank you so much uh, for those kind words. I truly appreciate that. And, and thank you so much for not just what you do, but how you do what you do, because there's a difference. Mm -hmm. you know like like certain people can people can do what you know the title 
but but when you do it like how you do it, I think it, it makes an, a, a, a generational impact that lasts forever. And it makes your family proud and makes the big man proud too. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I have to tell you, I, I am not a stranger to the hard work and every journey. I can tell you that even in my most difficult moments, you know, I've, you know, we've had a water well break in a community and, and the Lord pulled us through that. You know, we've had, you know, parents who maybe didn't like a particular decision and were protesting. The Lord pulled us through that. You know, we've we've had students who unfortunately uh, lost their life towards, you know, because of a decision they made, uh, you know, regarding suicide. You know, it, it's it's those moments where, you know, I I am not above getting on my knees to be pulled through the circumstance. And I think that, you know, for me, it is it is a journey. It's been a special journey. I'm absolutely blessed with the people that I've met. Like I have my board of trustees, mm -hmm. that's a team of eight, but I also have a cabinet team and they're another team of eight. And, you know, I, I tell myself, I guess great things come in teams of eight, but it started with two because I'm a twin, right? Remember the one I don't like to share my, my candy <laughs> bars with, but, uh, you know, but I can tell you, you know, that, um, you know, just even just sharing the space, you know, from the womb to where I am. I, I love to share the spaces with people, you know, and I think that the Lord had his plan. He had his imprint in the divine purpose that I was going to serve. And, and I, and he has me, you know, like I said, I'd like to be a wallflower if I could do my job from, from the back, but you know, the Lord says, no, you're going to go and you're going to take the helm. And, you know, sometimes I, I just, I, that's what happens. You know, a lot of people will not believe that I'm an introvert, but I've had to push myself to make sure that my voice is heard uh, because I want other little girls and boys, you know, to be able to say, hey, I want to do what she does. And because she did it this way. So that is ultimately the goal is that wherever wherever I'm at, that there's a child that is trying to identify what their journey is. And that's why I tell our, our, our colleagues, it does not matter if you're the superintendent or the cafeteria worker or the transportation person, every child is looking at everything. Like, so every day, every moment counts. And, and we have to do our jobs with that special intention that it isn't about us, you know, and it is about everything we do for children because that is, that is why we serve public education. That is why we serve in the roles that we do. And so, you know, to be able to have that opportunity to do so um, daily um, is an absolute blessing. And I think that that's part of the journey that led me to reading your book, which I'm thankful because our group, our women's group is, you know, the Texas Council of Women's School Executives, which I serve as vice president. They, they said, let's do this book. And so we did. And, and so it's, it's interesting how our paths have crossed and, and, um, and, and are uniting for the work that we do. So I appreciate that. You know, it's uh, it blows me away, you know, similar like how you talked about you know, your background with your family and, you know, what they, you know, set you on your path through faith. Uh, my, my background is is very, very similar. Uh, you know, lots of the things in my background is similar to yours. And uh, to, to have someone say uh, we're doing a book study of your book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's crazy you know well that's that's why i couldn't meet with you last week because we were doing your book study so <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know that, I that is awesome it makes my heart so happy 
and um, and has me fulfilled too. And you talked about how you know I was intentional about in each chapter making sure we put the contact information for everybody in there so that everybody can shine. You know, everybody can get an opportunity to be highlighted. And and mm-hmm. so it, it just makes me so happy to hear those those kind words. So thank you so much. I know, and you have another book out, right? So, so we are working on, uh, at the time of this recording, we are working on a volume five. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it'll be coming out uh, pretty soon. How exciting. Well, good for you. I, I love yeah. the fact that you're highlighting the, the journey of the folks, mm-hmm. you know, that you're meeting along the way. And I think that um, if all of us are able to be able to make these connections and know yes. that the purpose of, of why we do what we do um, is really to help others to mm-hmm. be of service. And I think we've we've done pretty good. I think that is a successful opportunity right there too. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, again, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Truly appreciate it. And I wish you continued success. Thank you so much. Yes, and thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.